Hello and welcome back to the third episode of Link Leaders Indonesia podcast series, The Healthcare Law Reform Through the Healthcare Sector Omnibus Law. I'm Tasha, an associate from the WNP office, and today I am joined by my colleague Tegu, who is a partner in our corporate practice in the WNP office to discuss some of the key concepts that are introduced by the law number 17 of 2023 on health or as called as Omnibus Health Law due to its comprehensive substance. Before we get to the details of this topic, let's talk a bit more about the background of the issuance of the Omnibus Health Law. COVID-19 pandemic posed various challenges to the healthcare practice and regulatory regime in Indonesia, which then prompted the Indonesian government to make major improvement to the Indonesian healthcare system as a national priority. This law revokes 11 laws in healthcare sector and it generally synchronizes various laws in healthcare sector and provides a stronger legal basis for a holistic reform to the Indonesian healthcare system. Without further ado, let's get right on to the topic. We hope that this podcast will be insightful to all of you. Hi, Tegu. So um, what do you think are the important issues or current challenges in healthcare sector that the Omnibus Health Law is looking to address? Thanks, Tasha. Um, as you just mentioned, um, I think one important purpose of the issuance of the Omnibus Health Law is to provide a solid legal basis to carry out a comprehensive transformation of the healthcare system in Indonesia in order to provide solution for the various issues that we are currently facing at the moment. And I think as, as we all know, the Omnibus Healthcare Law is, is huge and deal with a lot of uh, issues and new concepts, but I think Two major issues that may be interesting to talk about would be one is on the equality of access to health services facilities, and the second is on the insufficiency in the number of practicing doctors in Indonesia, particularly specialists and subspecialist doctors. These issues are complex, and the solution will likely require real change to the existing system, which I believe the Omnibus Health Law is trying to address. Mm, interesting. Um, can you mention what are the key new concepts under the Omnibus Health Law which may help address the two issues that you just mentioned? Uh, sure. Yeah, I think there are at least, I would say, uh, three new concepts that is worth highlighting here. Uh, first is in relation to the provision of healthcare services through technology, or these days we call it telehealth or telemedicine which has now been expressly recognized under the law. Second is on the simplification of the licensing requirement for doctors to also support the development and growth of specialists and subspecialist doctors. The third one is on the utilization of foreign doctors who graduated overseas. Right, um, I think it would be useful to discuss those key concepts one by one. Um, regarding the first new concept, you mentioned that the Omnibus Health Law contains provisions that recognize healthcare services through telehealth and telemedicine. Um, telehealth and telemedicine is not a new service available in Indonesia, right? And um, even there has been several players in that industry since years ago. I also remember that during the COVID-19 pandemic, Telehealth and telemedicine was very useful to provide access to COVID medications in the sense that someone who is already tested positive and has light symptoms only doesn't have to leave the comfort of their 
home or their quarantine place to see a doctor and to get the necessary medications. So what is the significance of such recognition in this law? Yeah, I think that I think that's a that's a good question. Well, it's 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 true that the telemedicine has been available for quite some time. Uh, prior to the introduction of the omnibus health law, the provision of medical services via an electronic platform was not clearly regulated or recognized under the law, and it therefore creates a doubt on its legality. Mm. In particular, on on for example issues like whether or not doctor can make a diagnosis and issue prescription via an on just via an online consultation, or whether further physical examination is also required, right? Mm. And during the pandemic, the, the government did issue several regulations and policies which provided like a um, temporary legal basis for the provision of online medical practices. However, mm. uh, those regulations technically were only valid during the pandemic and, and will be reassessed after the end of the pandemic uh, in Indonesia on 21st of June mm. this year. Now, um, with the issues of the omnibus health law, the law finally expressly recognize and provide a legal basis for mm. the provision of health services by way of telehealth and telemedicines, which is obviously well received by the existing players in Indonesia. Mm. And it also clarified that you know uh, healthcare service facilities like hospital and clinics they also may carry out um, telemedicine and telehealth services on their own or they can also cooperate by by another electronic platform in order to provide these services that's that's good to hear so finally there will be more clarity for the existing business players on the legality of their business however i think the Omnibus Health Law does not include specific implementing regulations on this yet? Yeah, that's that's right. So it, it only contains, a, 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 you know, it acknowledges this, this concept, and, and but, but more provisions will, will be regulated under further government regulation. So is it, it is yet to be seen actually on, on how such implementing regulation might impact the current practices. But having this concept request under the law is, is, is a very good uh, first step. Right. Let's move on to the second key concept that you mentioned, which is regarding the provisions to simplify the licensing for doctors and to increase the growth of the specialist and subspecialist doctors. What are those provisions and how will it impact the current licensing regime for the doctors? Yeah, I think there are two things that uh, are quite interesting and, and, and novel uh, on this aspect. Um, one is on the simplification of the licensing for doctors, right? Mm -hmm. So doctors generally would need to have a, like a letter of registration from the Ministry of Health, right? And also a practice license, which, which, uh, which will be issued by, by the local government, right? So the requirement to have this registration and practice license, they are not new, obviously. Mm. But the key change here introduced by the law is on the requirement to obtain the practice license, mm. where the omnibus health law uh, has removed uh, the requirement to obtain a recommendation letter from the Indonesian Medical Association, or in here we call it the ED, in relation to the issuance of the practice license. 
uh, in the hope of simplifying the bureaucracy for getting the practice license for doctors. Right? Mm. And the second one here, which is uh, also interesting, is in relation to the education for specialists or subspecialist doctors, right? Mm. Where the omnibus health law it introduces the concept of hospital-based education, which is slightly different from the university-based education that we have at the moment. So under this new concept, uh, certain hospitals, which has been determined as educational hospitals, mm. they are allowed to act as the main education provider that administers subspecialists and specialist programs by cooperating with universities. You know. Mm. So what, what, what this means is that um, the doctors are allowed to study for specialist or, or subspecialist program while in parallel working for the relevant hospitals and possibly getting paid, mm. right? And that should help support the doctors who are studying to get the specialists or subspecialist education, right? Mm. I, I think I've heard that there were strong opposition from various stakeholders, including ED themselves, regarding those um, two new um, concepts, right? Since uh, even even the opposition has been heard since the uh, since those first introduced in the draft and until it finally passed to become law. Uh, why do you think is that? Yeah. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think a couple of reasons, right? So, I mean, uh, for everything new, there, there are always like pro and cons, right? And, mm. you know, uh, and, and it's, it's, it has been always like that. So, but I think for this particular point, uh, I think there are two, two, two main reasons possibly. Right. Uh, so on the simplification of the license for doctors, uh, the removal of the requirement to obtain the recommendation letter from ED, it will essentially reduce the influence of ED and the power of ED, you know, uh, in the in the in the in the industry generally, right? Mm -hmm. while, while providing more authority to the government, right? So mm -hmm. some people may not be happy with that, right? Mm -hmm. And on the hospital-based education regime. I think one concern there that has been raised by some of the doctors that we heard is, you know, um, the, the, the question is whether the doctors in the hospitals, whether they are ready to take up additional workload, mm. uh, you know, to, to do the role to administer the education, you know, mm. uh, while also working full time for the for the patients, right? Mm. Well, well, and, and the question there, you know, like whether they will get more incentive to do that. Or, or whether it's just, uh, you know, uh, it's the same thing, but they are required to do more work. Mm -hmm. So I think there's that kind of question and sensitivity among the doctors, you know, when, when this concept is firstly introduced. Makes sense. Yeah. And and I think speaking of of, of oppositions, right, I think the, 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 the third uh, concept that uh, uh, I mentioned earlier it's also the same. It, it also has received a lot of opposition from 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 the ED and other stakeholders, uh, which is in relation to utilization of foreign doctors, right? Mm. And foreign doctors here is uh, yeah, basically doctors who are uh, foreign citizen and they graduate overseas, right? Mm. So actually, the the omnibus health law it, it now. Uh, give uh, 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 again a, a stronger legal basis uh, for, for foreign doctors to work in Indonesia right mm. and 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 there, there are two key requirements that they need to fulfill right uh, for foreign doctors to, to practice in Indonesia one is 
they have to be specialists or subspecialist doctors, and they must have passed the competency evaluation uh, based on the Indonesian standard, right? Okay. So those two things actually are not entirely new, mm -hmm. but the 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 omnibus health law actually exam uh, the requirement to 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 pass the competency evaluation if the foreign doctor you know uh, if they have been recognized and who has been practicing as specialist or subspecialist doctor for at least five years overseas right mm -hmm. or if the foreign doctor is is considered an expert in a certain distinguished field in 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 healthcare service which can be proved by competency certificate and they have been practicing for at least five years overseas. Right. So uh, if there might be an exemption on the competence evaluation, uh, does that mean any foreign doctors can practice in Indonesia so long as they met the prerequisites that you just mentioned? Yeah, yeah I, I think uh, it's, it's yes and no, right? Because, uh, you know, uh, there are also other requirements. That, that apply and, and, and must be satisfied, you know, for, for foreign doctor to, 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 to practice here. So, so additional requirement include one, you know, uh, there has to be a request from the relevant healthcare service facilities in Indonesia, in this case, TPK hospitals, right? Mm -hmm. and, and therefore, uh, uh, you know, I think the, 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 the philosophy here is, is, is it has to be done on an on a, on a as-needed basis. And because there's also a requirement for, for, for local hospital, for example, to actually prioritize mm. uh, local doctor first, right? Mm. Um, and, and, and another requirement is there has to be an element of transfer of knowledge and technology uh, from these foreign doctors to, to the Indonesian doctors, right? Mm. And there's also a limitation on, on how long foreign doctors can practice in Indonesia, which is for a maximum of two years and can be extended for another two years. Although mm -hmm. they, 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 there is some exemption on that limitation if, for example, the foreign doctor is working in a special economic zone. Right. So, um, yeah, so I, I think there's always negative and positive, right? But looking at the positive side of, of, of this concept, right, you know, uh, this would allow you know Indonesian to to get a better access to 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 to, to high quality healthcare services, right? Uh, uh, and 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 doctors and specialists and subspecialists, right? Mm -hmm. And also uh, for 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 the local doctors here, you know, with 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 the presence of the foreign doctors and when and with, with their skills and expertise. It might help expedite the transfer of knowledge and 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 bring bring up to speed, uh, you know, our our local doctors to get to the level where where it's you know international acknowledged as well. All right, that is all I think for today's discussion. Thank you very much, Tugu. That was very useful, and I hope the listeners found it useful too. Yeah, thanks, Tasha. Uh, see you in the next episode. I hope.